Um, but it's 50. 50 episodes. It's hard for you to actually go out and look for true natural beauty because you're you're flipping past it every day. We're picky because we can be because we chose to be. Yeah, we chose to be. Why? Even if you're the most ignorant, most broke person in the world. But to the Buddhist gentleman, um, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's time for another week of Homo's Talk Show. Y'all already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Troy Mix Music. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Just Jer. Hey, guys, this is Zach from Philly. Welcome. Dare I say? Don't you dare, don't you. Don't you dare. You're ready to go pie absolute back. Hold on. Don't call the queen the queen, but they all have to follow her rules. I was a Destiny's Child fan. And Me then too. And smash through for our 50th episode. And that's something that's super dope because I just watched a movie yesterday. So... Mary, Missy, and Queen all share positive memories of growing up with Clock Sisters music and their, you know, end of the sport, things where they could touch, handle, listen. I, one of them people myself, I could talk about it in a minute. One of our show producer's friends, who is a Buddhist, um, said that he appreciates what spiritual music has done for the black community, but that modern gospel music is just army music with the word God put in it. Question is this, what's your first or best Clock Sisters group or solo musical memory? And the last but not least, how would you respond to my friends? You got to tell me your memory first, and how would you respond to his friend? So my memory is this. Um, I remember um, watching, uh, listening to people sing some Clarkson's music. Um, Growing up back when I first moved to New York, back to New York as an adult, I started uh, singing more in, in churches. But then uh, when I seen them do that, the, when I seen the online version on YouTube, that song that they did, Hallelujah, like if you've seen it in the, in the movie, it's pretty much the exact same. It was so dope. Um, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I saw that for the first time, and I was like, who are these women? Like, who are they? Like, the see if their harmony was like that one voice, was still known for that one voice style of being one voice and then end up dropping into harmony. It's amazing. Um, it made me want to, you know, just stand somewhere and just work on harmonies and get folk fans together and sing. Um, like a little group. So I really appreciate what they've done for gospel music because um, I grew up singing gospel music. Um, I, I wasn't a big gospel fan as, as far as until I got older when I really like, started listening to different styles of gospel music. Um, but that was my, my my musical memory. I love that. And then when they brought it back in the video, in the movie, and they were singing it, it was super dope. It just brought back that moment for me when I was sitting there watching on YouTube. So shout out to them. Uh, they did an amazing job. It was amazing. Um, I think it's so dope for this, for this day and age right now to be able to see something like this. We live something like this, the reality. Is some people never knew the backstory. So for us to see it all, I'm glad it was perfect. But to your friend, who's a Buddhist, I would say to your Buddhist friend, um, <laughs> that, you know, unless you really have a connection with God, you won't understand the music. It might just sound like it's R&B because of the musical style that's played and the way it's sung. But unless you have a connection with God, you won't understand how that R&B music with the word God on it is gospel music. You've got to have a, a personal connection for yourself. Being a person who is a Christian, who is a singer, who sings 
R&B, soul, music, style music. I sing soul and B. We'll talk about that another day. You can go to my stuff, look it up, and you find out what soul and B is. But I created my own style and genre of music, soul and B, which includes gospel, um, because I feel like I can't stray away from who I was. But ultimately, there's a different way that God wants us to reach people now. And I feel like the music, the gospel music, contemporary gospel music now is how God is calling and reaching our young people during today's time. So it's for exactly for what it needs to be. So is it gospel music, Beatles friend? It still is gospel music. Uh, you just won't feel it the same way because you ain't got a connection with God because you choose to be a Buddhist. That's my personal opinion. Uh, I think this is a good topic, so shout out to you, Aaron. Uh, I'm going to move things right to Jerry because I see the smile on his face and I hate the excitement. Uh, I'm just and- always smiling. I can't help it. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> what do you but- feel about this? First of all, your first best clock since this group or solo music and then tell us what would you say to Aaron. Uh, this friend. sounds so bad since I was actually raised in church. I don't have no Clark sisters memory that I can just think of off the top of my head. Like, ooh, that's the... Like, I know their songs and I know their music, but I don't have no memory that just jumps out. Like, I didn't even watch the documentary. I didn't even know it was a thing. But now I know I have to watch it because, like, I saw clips and stuff of it, so now I'm pumped to watch it. Oh, my God, you're going to love it. Yeah, you're going to love it. But to the Buddhist gentleman... Um, I don't think that's a bad thing that gospel music is starting to sound R&B because I feel like it's one of those things you want it to reach people. Like, you want the word of God, and when people are singing about their love and what he does for them, you want that to be able to reach all ears. So if you hear a song, and it's supposed to be gospel, but it's sounding R&B to somebody, that's going to make them listen to it more, and that's going to make them receive that word that they're trying to deliver to us. So... I mean, yes. that's what the word of God is. It's just to reach people. So whether it's right. R&B, rock and roll, rap, <laughs> I'm here for it. As long as it sounds good, and I can tell it's from my I love that's God. all that matters. Do you love God? Come on. What's wrong with you? What's wrong okay. with you? They, uh, they put it out there. That people are rocking to it. Um, Zach, what do you think about this? Um, I'm gonna have to say I don't have a, a standout moment <laughs> either. See? But I can't think of a song. Um, it's my living in vain. Yes, go ahead and hit it. But I, I, when I think of that song, like which has been like you know um, remade several times, like looking at it in the context of what to say to the Buddhist friend, like when an artist creates music, the music that the artist creates is through the lens of that artist. So they Ooh. have it right. If they create and say that my piece is gospel, then their piece is gospel. It's not R&B. And I think the difference is, is that God wants us, going back to living in vain, to live, use our lives, to take our talents and gifts to spread his word. And so any music or song that has his word in there, that has a message that's trying to connect the people, is gospel. And I think gospel should sound like R&B. It should sound like hip-hop. It should sound like country. It should sound like... Uh, whatever, heavy metal, like, you know, you can't reach people if you can't connect with them. And, you know, I think that's what God will want us to do, and that, you know, is what they're, that message from living in vain. You better speak hey, on man. it. Come on, come yeah. on, minister. You better speak on it now. I was so crazy you said that because I was watching the movie, and that uh, song they did that Stevie won the background music that they used, to Jesus is the answer. When they did that, it transpired, it trans- their whole career changed. Because they utilized that one R&B style and snuck it into the music, and it changed their whole career. It was on the R&B charts. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't get away from it. It's all it might be sound similar, but like you said, the music itself 
does something to you. Um, Yuri, come on. Come on, put, put it to the... What do you think? Um, I have several songs that I really love um, by the Clark Sisters. I love Hallelujah, like you said, Troy. We, we did that song many times in the choir, and I like Blessed and Highly Favored. Um, Blessed and Highly Favored. Go ahead, sorry, I can't help you on But, um... I don't think the Buddhist said anything that was wrong. I think it's actually true. Um, R&B is about love. Um, gospel is about love, but it's a love for two different things. And if you only, if, if you didn't say him or her or they, um, at the end of the day, you wouldn't know who anybody was talking about. You know, if you took the him, her, and things like that out of a lot of these you know, circular songs, it could very well be a Christian song or a gospel song or whatever. So, um, I, I don't think I don't think that's the you know. I I, I think he was right about this because God is love, and almost all the music that you're hearing is about love. Uh, we're gonna keep things moving today with our of homos viewers tea this week. So this is it. Listen to this. Now, sit, put, put, put your seatbelts on and, and, and listen real good. Why does the gay community seem to have a greater prob problem dating someone with a disability? The question reminded me of this. I have a head show friend of mine who dated a woman with multiple sclerosis, a, di a multiple sclerosis is diagnosed physically with troubles. He had to physically carry her places due to her multiple sclerosis weakness, and he was okay with this. Might this be because Heterosexual men are more comfortable with taking care of their women, being that the man they are the man in the relationship, while homosexual men often want strong men. Or is or is my theory mixed up? And that's theory as in our show producers is theory mixed up. Um, I would definitely say that, you know, with, you know, the gays, the first thing they're gonna say is no fats, no femmes, no this, no that. All this, you know, there's, a, there's a list of things that you can and can't be. Um, and I feel like the the. The unfortunate thing in all of that is that they're missing out on the blessing um, because I feel like you never know what can come your way and what could actually be for you. And if you're blocking it and, and you're saying, oh, no, 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 this, no, that, you're really honestly blocking your blessing. And I feel like those kind of people, I put them in a the box. They might put you in a box, but I put them in a the box because if you're not open-minded enough to be able to, if you want to be in love and true love, and you, you know, then you will be open-minded enough to allow whatever comes your way to come your way. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Or just be like, my feeling, my feeling. They're all about the vibes, the vibes. You feel me? But vibes ain't right. It is what it is. But for you to just be like, eh, 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 X. So yes, I do feel like uh, in heterosexual relationships, we are accustomed to the old school thing of, you know, I'm a man, I'm going to take care. And if you're attracted, like, I don't know. I think for me personally, I don't really say this out loud, but I sort of had an attraction to people who had a disability growing up. I don't know why or what it was for me, but it was just like, I was like, a tracker to the fact of, you know, the love that they needed and the love that I could give. And I felt like that was more important than anything. So I don't know what it was for me when I was younger. I had a track to people who had disability. But anyway, um, I think that in homosexuals, you know, now with all this list and I needed to be this and that, they, 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 they X themselves out. And unfortunately, they're going to... They, they were overpass that because they don't know the person. They didn't take the time to get to know the person. And unfortunately, in their age, we live in all online dating. So swiping left, swiping right, and in the middles and all of that. You don't have to, you know, there's a lot to go into that. And people don't really take the time to really get to know people. They're just like, you speak my language. Everything looks right. Your Instagram looks popping. I don't met so many people who are Insta-famous or Insta-popping. They're dumb as a box of rocks. Or, you know, or not who they say they are. So um, to me, it's just all an illusion. And until I meet you, until I talk to you, 
you can be whoever you want to say. You can paint whatever picture you want, um, Picasso. But um, until you meet that person and you get to know them, then you don't understand. But I feel like it's messed up in the in the game. I, I don't disagree with you. They want the strong. They want this. They want that. Um, and it's kind of shallow, but it's it's true. Um, and so I'm gonna move things along to uh, Zach and see what Zach has to say about all of this. Zach, what do you think about this topic? I mean, one going back to your story, like hashtag love wins. Like you know, that's the shout out for the fiftieth episode. Like love always wins. But I think in the gay community, one thing that's missing is like a lot of gay men lack self-confidence and they're de they're still dealing with issues of figuring out who they are for themselves and i say that because a lot of us have our own story our own journey about what brought us to this point and i think to be able to look past yourself to really date someone with a disability where you're getting to know the, the person and you're truly like building it on that level some of us just want the quick instant it's easy to find like now with all these dating apps you can go on and find who you want get that person quickly, date this, you can shop and get exactly what you want. So if you're so focused on, well, here's my six pack on this app and here's this on this app, it's hard for you to actually go out and look for true natural beauty because you're, you're flipping past it every day. And I think we just end up missing out on that experience. Mm, I like that answer. Sorry. I was a little distracted by Yuri. Um, she has a lot to say. Her mind is going. Uh, uh, but yeah, thank you for that. Um, definitely appreciate that. Real talk, Philly. Shout, shout out to Philly. You represent hey. well. Um, Yuri, um, your cup seems like it's half empty. Maybe you just filled it up. Maybe that's why you had that face. What's going on over there? <laughs> um, no shade. I'll start with it, but I think Ooh. a lot of gay. You know what's coming after? I think a lot of gay men are stuck on um, perfection, um, what's good for the brand, what looks good for social media, what's going to look good when they go out. Like, if it isn't the nice car, if it ain't the nice suit, if it ain't the perfect body, if it ain't the cute face, then it doesn't, it doesn't fit well. Even if you're the most ignorant, most broke person in the world, if you have those things that's going to make them pop on social media or out in public to have people envy them, like, oh, my God, girl, your man is so fine. Like, oh, my God, is he even gay? Or, you know, anything that would, you know, visually make someone envy you is cute. And, um, you know, a lot of people um, just see a disability. It's like, girl, how do you deal with it? Like, oh, my God, you're going to have to take him to the bathroom 3 o'clock in the morning. Girl, that's like taking care of a baby. You know, um, it's not going to be good for conversation or for their image, and I think that's the biggest issue. Mm, you better talk about it now. I'm, lo I'm loving, loving these perspectives. You feel me? We're going to move this perspective clock right along to Jerry. What do you think, Jerry? Um, this It's really the same as all y'all said. Us homosexuals, we care about... We're picky because we can be. Because we chose to be... Yeah, we chose to be... Why? I mean, because we picky and we care about we bang, you know? So that's why a lot of people don't mess with uh, people with a disability. You know, I don't see anything wrong that it should be more about the personality of a person and their disability or their looks or what that's they have or what they can provide for you. But I just feel like for us, we go through so much and so many in our lives growing up, getting comfortable with ourselves telling us people what people telling us what we can and can't do who we can and can't love so it's just once you get comfortable with yourself you be like you know what i do want all these boxes checked off on my person 
And it's nothing wrong with that. It's just, unfortunately, it's we're leaving out a bunch of people who are very capable of loving us. We're looking right over them. Mm. I love that. I love that. That's my fight. And the reason why I say that that's my fight is because being pansexual, the issue that I've had in the past with being comfortable with that is that black women, especially because I love my black women, have been been afraid to date a man who's doing another man. I'm like, that's kind of crazy because when you got a man that's willing to love you, support you, and be a great boyfriend, fiance, husband, great father with you, like, what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're stopping yourself and you wonder why you're single or want to say, well, all the men is gay. But when you got one right in front of you, that's like, hey, sis, like, hey, you know, hey, queen, you know, I'm here. want to, you know, get to know you more. It's just like, oh. I just feel like it's important to, like, just in general, be more open-minded, and I feel like I've run into a lot of people online, on those online apps who were just like, you know, um, it has to be this, have to be that, have to be this, and I won't even waste my time even talking to them. Um, this has been a, you know, this, it's, it's a great topic that we talked about, because I'm fortunate that this is the way things are, but we see it. So uh, my, my, my hopes is that someone will see it and begin to think differently about, you know, how they see it. You know, unfortunately, like, a person with a, with, a, with a disability is the same as a person that, like someone who's pansexual, you know, you know, things that you got to be open to that are different that you're not normal to, no, normally used to on a daily basis, you know, but the, the way times are, like, come on, like, everybody needs love, you know? You know, the person that you could be looking for could be right in front of you, but you're missing out on it because you're too busy looking at, you know, the wrong thing, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at, you're looking at tall and light skin over there who's a, who's a woman beater instead of, you know, homeboy over here who got a slight limp who could treat you like you deserve. You know, so I just feel like open your eyes. You know, my glasses got no lenses. Can you see that? There's no lenses in there. <laughs> no lenses in there. So I can see it all. I see it all. And so I think it's important that, you know, just be open-minded. Like, I'm open-minded to life in general. I am single, but I'm open-minded to what life brings my way. And so that's why I'm open to any experience um, with that. But I feel like it's important that, you know, know yourself first. That's where it starts with. And you won't have all these lists. Because as you get older, you realize that the list, start, you'll start taking things off the list. Okay, got to be over Got to be over six feet. I'm going to take that off. Because, you know, I'm getting old on my back. It's going to be hard. And then I want to, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things, you know? Start changing on that list, but it was dope that we talk about it. This is the almost uh, talk show, y'all. I'm going to repeat the question again so that for those out there that want to be a part of what we're doing, you guys can be a part. It's called the Homos Viewers Team. What does the gay community seem to have a greater problem dating someone with a disability? The question reminded me of a hetero friend of mine who dated a woman with multiple sclerosis diagnosis with physical troubles. He would have to physically carry her places due to her multiple sclerosis weakness, and he was okay with this. Might this be because heterosexual men are more comfortable taking care of the women, taking care of their women, being like the man in a relationship, while homosexual men often want strong men? Or is his theory, our theory, mixed up? Let us know what you guys think. Like, comment, subscribe in the box down below. We definitely want to know what you guys think. We've been seeing your comments growing more and more. You've been listening to us more and more from different places. This is the 50th episode of The Homos Talk Show. So please make us feel like, you know, it's been 50 episodes and like we've been doing this for our, out of our own kitchens and bathrooms and living rooms for no reason. Please. Gotta get it done. Please like, comment, subscribe, and let us know in the bottom what you think. Let's talk to you about the episode. And before we leave, I want to make sure we shout out our two special guests. First of all, shout out to Zach. Shout out to Jerry. We appreciate you guys. We'll start with Zach. Can you tell people where to find you in case they're interested in, you know, like they're seeing Sexual Chocolate on the screen. Like, Woo, Sexual Chocolate. I want to know where to find them. Can you tell them uh, uh, how to look you up? He's over there uh, cooking, y'all. He cooking. He got the fish and all that. On Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram, I'm zr.lewis. So follow me on IG. Let's stay in touch. Let's be friends. Everyone in Philly, say hey. 
Booyah. I've been fully saying, hey, y'all, come on now. We got to DM him and get the information. And last but not least, of course, we got Jerry from Ohio from everything in that podcast. Jerry, tell him where to find you. Yes. I mean, well, you can find me everywhere at just underscore Jer, J-U-S underscore J-E-R-R. Check out the podcast, everything and then some podcasts on IG, Twitter's podcast, EDS. And also, check out the co-host, The Lucky Laugh. She's the shit. The Lucky Laugh on she all is. platforms. She Check is. her out. She's been with us a couple times. Shout out to you yeah. guys. Shout out to you guys for being here. Thank you for being here on our fifth episode. That means a lot. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, you for having me. Sure 100. Like, y'all remember when I was on 50? 50. You know what I'm saying? And y'all going to be doing so many much amazing things. And y'all are going to be like, yes, friends. Remember? Remember back then? Remember when? Yuri uh-huh. was in a good sparkling life with the nice Beyonce blonde, <laughs> uh, blonde roots uh, giving it to us. Um, serving her uh, best uh, absolute vodka realness, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna remember this. You're gonna remember this 50th episode. So, thank you guys so much for being a part of it. This is 50, y'all. We want to know what you guys think in the comments. Let us know where you're from, represent where you're from. Let us know you're listening and say something. Don't just be a creeper. Only creepers watch, but real women and ladies, they say something. Say something to us. Let us know. It's been the Homo Talk Show. I'm at Troll Weeks Music. You can find me at Troll Weeks Music everywhere. And Yuri, where can they find you, Yuri? Um, Looking like a mannequin. Oh, I Bossy <laughs> <laughs> underscore Cannon C A N N O N that shooter. You know, so Bossy Cannon Shooter, um, real easy pop up. Um, you just see me from day to day competitions, um, me being on movie sets. So, um, I try to keep it interesting. Um, I won't post anything that's lame for my life. So, <laughs> I only get the realness from, from the real Yuri, Yuri G. Always and forever. Period. Period. <laughs> and of course, again, like I said, I'm at Troy's Music. You can find us everywhere at Verse TV. Um, thank you guys for um, listening. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe, goddammit. We need more subscribers. It's been 50, 50 episodes now. Stop playing. We'll see you guys next week, same week, same time. Um, same bad time, same bad place. We'll do it again next week. Keep it cute, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Peace.